Good evening and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I'm Darren Shane and it is my privilege to be your announcer on this Wednesday evening Lent service. Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver tonight's message. Assisting in the worship service tonight is the organist Mrs. Susan Sinniger and the acolytes are Peyton Minning and Carson Ray. crucifying it there with him, dying there with him. And then, Lord, he rose again three days later for us, washing us clean of our sin and giving to us the promise of everlasting life. 
It is that Easter Sunday that we look forward to here, uh, and we pray that you continue to prepare us for that day. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So our first hymn is number 433, Glory Be to Jesus, number 433. <coughs> Please rise. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful. Slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and repents of evil. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, and take up his cross and follow me. Christ was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. From the rising of the sun to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the, Father, be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the, Son, and to the, Holy, and to the Spirit, Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, the beginning is, now, is now, and will be forever. Will be forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated.
tonight from Holy Scripture is from Genesis chapter 1 and also Genesis chapter 2. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. When the Lord God made the, the earth and the heavens, and no shrub of the field had yet appeared on the earth, and no plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth, and there was no man to work the ground. But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. This is the word of our Lord. We continue with Lent responsory number two. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He was delivered up to death. He was delivered for the sins of the people. So now flip to page 323, and we will recite together the explanation to the third article of the Apostles' Creed, page 323. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way, he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ and the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. Will you all pray with me, please? Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Over the past couple of weeks, hopefully you have gained the sense that there is a certain M.O., a certain modus operandi here on the part of God. This is part of the art of living by faith. It cultivates a way of opening our eyes to see God at work within our lives and then to receive and embrace those gifts as our very own. So far, we have seen how our God and Creator remains present and active within His creation in order to keep His creation going despite our ongoing misuse and abuse of it. We've also seen how God comes to be present and active in a very special way, as an embodied human being, in order to rid his creation of the sin and evil brought into it by Satan and humans. Now, God comes to be present and active in yet another way, 
in order to bring his creation to fulfillment as the result of the work of Jesus. This time, he sends the Holy Spirit into us, into our bodies, in order to renew and remake us for the new age and the new world to come. So that brings us this week to the divine breath that breathes God's life into his creation. As we have seen in the case of our Lord Jesus Christ, this is not the first time that the Spirit has been present and active within the world. The Holy Spirit was there in the beginning, hovering over the waters of creation. The Spirit was there piling up the waters of the Red Sea so that the Israelites might pass through. The Spirit was there appointing, guiding, and equipping Israel's prophets, priests, and kings as God's plan of redemption unfolded. The Spirit was there at Jesus' baptism, anointing, appointing, and identifying Jesus as God's prophet, priest, and king for all time, all tied up in one person. And now the Spirit of God's Son brings God's gifts to us and gives us life. For where there is the forgiveness of sins, as we know, there is also life and salvation. Now in the Old Testament, the word for spirit, ruach, means breath, wind, and spirit. The New Testament word for spirit, called pneuma, also means breath, wind, or spirit. And pneuma is in Latin spiritus. Medical folks talk about how someone who has died as having been expired. Now that may sound odd until you realize that it simply means that the breath has left them. The Spirit has left them. It is not surprising then that the Spirit, God's Holy Spirit, becomes identified in the Nicene Creed as the Lord of life. For that is what breath does. Breath animates. Breath creates movement. And so when God breathed into Adam, he became a living creature, a living being. For in the Bible, to be living is to be moving. And if you are not moving, well, you are dead. That's why in the dead of winter, which, by the way, I thank God that he allowed my family to just sort of gracefully flow into winters here. It's been nice so far. Although I hear it, it might get worse, but anyway, okay. For in the Bible, this is what this means. When we look out into our backyard in the dead of winter and see that there is no movement of bird or squirrels or anything else, we are inclined to say that, well, it's pretty dead out there. And by contrast, when there is a lot of activity, the yard seems alive. The story goes that a very vibrant and alive 90-year-old woman was once x-rayed. And upon the x-ray, the technician asked her, well, what's your secret to life? And her answer was really quite simple. Just keep moving. And if we stop and if we think about it, well, if you stop moving, you are dead. And nothing animates us like our breath. God is present and active by speaking with us. There is nothing new or recent. God has been talking since the beginning of the world. One of my seminary professors, his name is Robert Cold, he once described the God of the Bible as a chatterbox. He begins talking, and well, he doesn't stop talking. And this speaking does what it says. God speaks, and a blue planet appears. 
God speaks and trees and flowers appear. God speaks and animals and birds appear. God speaks and his creation bursts forth with abundant life. God speaks and his son enters the world as the word of God. And now God speaks yet again as the Holy Spirit. He speaks life-giving words to us. And what are these words? They are words that say you are forgiven. They are words that say God has welcomed you home. They are words that say that you are a new creation of God. These promises, these words are promises of God for us now and for us into eternity. God speaks them. God stands behind them. And as promises, these words seek to sanctify, to set apart faith, to make it more and more holy. A faith that embraces and says, yippee, for the gifts. Consider this. Why do we make promises to people? What is our goal? What are we hoping to accomplish by making a promise or giving our word? I suspect that in every case we are trying to give them confidence and faith that we will do what we say. Perhaps the best example of this takes place at the wedding altar, when the bride and the groom speak their vows to one another, a vow that is nothing less than a promise, a promise to be there in sickness and in health, in poverty or wealth. The purpose is to give one's spouse assurance and joy. So it is with God. He promises to create faith. Promise and faith belong together. Neither does any good without the other. So this is the relationship that God establishes with us. Speaking and hearing, promising and believing. And so what does this mean then for, as our series has been, the art of living by faith? Well, it means nothing other than to live by those words of promise that God has made to us. Let us live by the promises of God. Let us cling to those words and to cherish them within our heart. Because you see, our faith is not dependent upon the particular emotions that we are having at a particular time. Let me repeat that one last time. Our faith is not dependent upon the emotions that we are feeling at a particular time. To the contrary, actually our faith is directed outside of ourselves and fastens on a word that is spoken from outside of us that breaks into our lives. And so, where do you, and so where do we find these words and promises of God? Well, we find them on the lips and tongues of fellow Christians, our parents, our spouses, our pastors, our teachers. As God works through his creatures to bestow the gifts of food and water upon us, as God worked through the human body of Jesus to accomplish salvation for us. So the Spirit, then, does his speaking through creatures through human creatures, the very creatures that once rejected God's words, who have become his mouthpieces. We are the people who have heard God's promises. We are the people who have been gathered by those promises of God and now speak those promises to one another. But aren't these just ordinary people? How can these ordinary people do extraordinary things, such as bring in the life-bestowing word of God to others? Well, that's just how God works. He works through his creation. 
Plants are very, very ordinary. Yet by God's blessing, plants convert the energy of the sun into food that we can eat. Talk about an extraordinary gift. So also with people. Once again, the art of living by faith sees the pastor speaking words of forgiveness and hope. Perceives the parent speaking words of forgiveness and hope. Here's the Christian friend speaking a word of forgiveness and comfort. As if God himself was speaking those words to us. He who hears you, hears me. According to what Jesus says in Luke chapter 10. Faith perceives in these words the voice of the Holy Spirit. And faith perceives these words bestowing the body and blood of Jesus in, with, and under the bread and the wine. Faith perceives the word of God making the water of baptism into a life-giving water rich in the grace of God. And so, the commitment and faithfulness of God to us to us, a rebellious people is really quite remarkable. And so just as, as the Spirit hovered over the waters of creation in Genesis chapter 1, He now hovers over the waters of baptism, creating and gathering people to Himself. God breathed the breath of life into us when He first created us in Genesis chapter 2, so that we became living creatures. And now the Holy Spirit has breathed into us not only the breath of life, but the breath of everlasting life. Amen. Let's now sing our next hymn, Holy Spirit, Ever Dwelling, number 650, number 650, 650.
At this time, we will collect our tithes and offerings. Now is a good time to fill out that red sign-in book that is on the inside aisle. And as we announced last week, if the person who gets, who is the last one to sign it, if you would send that back up to the aisle side, the person who was on that side, if you would just rip out that top page and set it on top for the ushers, that would be great. We collect our tithes and offerings. Trinity's adult Bible classes meet at 9 a.m. each Sunday in the cafeteria and fellowship hall of the school. Men's Bible study meets each Wednesday morning at 6.30 a.m. in the chapel. The Mount Vernon Lady Bible Study Group will not meet until after Easter. Additional study groups include Ladies Tuesday Evening Bible Study at 7 p.m. at the home of Tony Oberman. Ladies Afternoon Bible Study meets the first and third Mondays at 1 p.m. For more information regarding Bible study groups, contact the church office at 417-235-7300. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness in the public marketplace. Hear the Lutheran Hour message each Sunday on the following stations. At 6.30 a.m. KTXRFM 101.3 Springfield. At 9.30 a.m. on KKOW AM 860 Pittsburgh, Kansas. And at 12.30 p.m. on KRUM FM 100.3 FM Rogers, Arkansas. Visit online at www.lutheranhour.com. Org to learn about the Inspirational Lutheran Hour Ministries program or visit www.lhm.org. Any questions regarding the Lutheran Hour may be addressed by calling the church office at 417-235-7300. We will now return with the congregation to, for prayer. Please rise for prayer. We continue with the prayers that are found on the service of prayer and preaching. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon, with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. For the sick and dying, and for all, who, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. For all of those that we know who are suffering, whether it is physically, spiritually, or emotionally, for all those that we know that do not yet know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as the Lord and the Savior. 
We pray for all of those that we name that we name before the Lord in our hearts. Let us pray to the Lord. Finally, for these, for all of our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Holy God, our lives are laid open before you. Rescue us from the chaos of sin, and through the death of your Son, bring us healing and make us whole in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and take them to heart, that but the patience and comfort of your holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We continue by praying together Luther's evening prayer. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have graciously kept me this day. And I pray that you would forgive me all my sins where I have done wrong, and graciously keep me this night. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us all. We sing our closing hymn, All Praise to Thee, My God, this night. It's verses 1 through 4 of that hymn. That's number 883, verses 1 through 4. Please be seated. 